0: Ha <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Sounds like a horror movie in the way I was trying just... to laugh during the song so I saved my laugh for after.
1: Oh yeah. That was my real laugh. a that uh, that's Is that your real laugh? Have you been yeah. fake laughing at all of my hilarious yeah. jokes throughout our friendship so far?
0: Pretty much. That's right, Cole.
1: It's really a uh Coming out of left field there, Brittany. It's baseball season. Hey, guys. Welcome to Get Out of My Room.
0: Get out of my room. As far
1: as I know, I don't know about you, Brittany. This is the only teen morning podcast. For
0: teens.
1: By, no, no. I almost said by teens, but we're not teens. Uh, okay. Uh, we're, let's jump into underrated news. Uh, uh, I'm going to go first because I have my oh, phone out no, my and Brittany bad. doesn't. I um, want to go first. No, 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 no. It has to be this way. <laughs> okay. Uh, this comes from CNN. Is that reliable enough for you, Brittany? It,
0: no. Um, pretty biased. I would say fi- mostly fake news. Well, uh,
1: I don't know. This isn't like a broad news story. Okay. The title is, Doctors told him to check his wife into a nursing home. Instead, he wheeled her around the world, Brittany.
0: What? In a wheelbarrow?
1: When, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Andy uh, Fearlett's wife suffered a brain aneurysm 27 years ago, doctors urged him to admit her to a nursing home. But Fearlett wanted to make their life ordinary again, or even extraordinary, so he embarked on a mission to show her the world. They've been to all seven continents oh. and more than 20 countries so far.
0: Wait, what's he wheeling around?
1: A wheelchair. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> what?
1: What?
0: <laughs> I sort of zoned out because it seemed like a boring scene. <laughs> oh, Brittany. <laughs> I'm sorry. To me,
1: there's nothing more heartwarming lie. than that uh, pretty sweet. Andy pushing Donna, who's partially paralyzed in a wheelchair.
0: I've had a fantasy about, um, like, leaving my will, as like leaving my will behind. My cremated body, I leave it to someone and then I also leave them a large fortune because I'll be a millionaire in my life and I leave them the fortune and then they have to scatter my ashes to all these like fantastical places so the person has to go on this like adventure
1: and there's like and they buddy up with like the financial officer of your will to make sure they get the money at the end and they become like best friends across the journey of sprinkling that's a movie and (laughs) and also
0: if uh, there's any sort of like if you're if anything in, in your body or your consciousness, like, is connected to your body in any way and any of that goes on, I would like my body to be in, like, the ocean and the tops of mountains and all over the place. Anyway, I'd climb a mountain. That's anyway, pretty cool. Anyway, I'll remind you news. Please him.
1: do, Brittany.
0: Mine's from National Geographic, Ugh. which is definitely a reliable source because they pay their journalists.
1: The National Enquirer of Wildlife. Nope. Am I right? <laughs>
0: nope. <laughs> Nope. Um, So, the uh, koalas in Australia, I think, yeah, in Australia, yes. Is that the only place the koalas are?
1: Uh, Maybe like New Zealand, who knows.
0: Yeah, okay, well the Australian marsupials are infected with chlamydia. (gasps) And there's like massive chlamydia outbreak and um, some wild populations are seeing a 100% infection rate.
1: Whoa!
0: Yeah, and so it's a huge concern for them um the young koalas in the pouch can get it from eating their mom's pap a very nutrient-dense fecal matter so they're eating the mom's fecal matter and that in
1: general is a weird fact i didn't know that (laughs)
0: yeah and um so they're like dying but then they might they might have figured out how to protect them i don't know i pretty much skimmed the article see i'm not
1: a genius on chlamydia, but I thought it didn't kill you. I don't know. I don't
0: know either. But maybe well, it does. I don't know.
1: Stay safe out there, Koalas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our guest is pointing to <laughs> to her vagina and saying like explosions or something. Cool. Let's go ahead and get into that. Uh, our our guest is the wonderful, hilarious, uh 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 give me another adjective, Brittany. Uh 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 uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, razzle, razzle dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Jessica. Uh, do you want us to say your last name, <laughs> Jessica Thompson Falla? <Ooh,
0: laughs> JTF ow. baby.
1: JTF.
0: That's how we know you.
1: That's what everyone calls you, I think.
0: Yeah. Yep. That was a nickname
2: from um, my like high school teenage friends. In really? Yeah, and I didn't huh? tell anyone here. It, just,
1: it just happened. Yeah. Nice.
0: Wow.
1: Were you not surprised or
2: I was like elated. Nice. I I forget who started it at I wish I remember, but uh, it just naturally started at like where we hang out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh Welcome to the pod. Thank Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank (laughs) you. We're gonna get deep into your teen years. Cool. We'll try to. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna go pretty far. Some of it's a blur. (laughs)
1: perfect um so we start with just a deep dive into the teen years i don't know if you have anything in your back pocket or if you just want to start with like how your overall high school experience was late junior high those teen years for you
0: Popular Um, themes things you went through
1: we've heard some wild stories from you in in casual conversations yeah yeah. i don't uh you don't have to tell those for people who
0: may not know you like give them like a rundown Okay, your teen
2: years. Okay, cool. So um, I went to Catholic school from kindergarten through eighth grade. And so you were with the same people the whole time. And so sixth through eighth grade, though, there was like a shift in the culture of a lot of the kids. And a lot of them became like super shitty and super mean. And um, I was friends with these two girls and they kind of always stuck by my side. And I'm still friends with them to this day. But we were not like the mean girls. We Mm -hmm. were like really sweet and really nice for the most part. Um, but the mean they were like mean girls. Um and I was talking about this the other night in a show, uh like down to the point where they used to like some of them used to put razor blades in their mouth and carry razor blades in their mouth (laughs) and
3: stuff. Oh my god. And
2: it was that was a thing in the in the I guess it was Shit! When did I graduate? It was early '90s, mid '90s. Is that, that just that was, to
1: prove you're tough, or
2: it was like you would slip it out of your mouth and slice somebody if you were fighting them?
1: Oh, yeah. oh my and god! So <laughs> this 24 is hours a day that they, they want. They're ready to be in a yeah. fight yeah. with someone.
0: Um, and so did if, anyone ever use one?
2: I know there's mm. this one girl for sure that that used one, but mm. the thing is, what? they were they were mean and tough for our school. Mm -hmm. They were not mean and tough for like the general population of Queens. Gotcha. And so they would just like pick on me. They were pretty ruthless. And so I guess bullied or whatever and so I found out that when those sets of girls went off to like the different Catholic schools in Queens, that they got fucked up like mercilessly, oh like my horribly. God. And I was like, "Yeah, you deserved that." Damn. Um, I mean, looking back, I should have like prayed or something for them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like real excited that they got like a taste of their own medicine. Um, wow. But so I was, I made a big choice at like 13 to just go to a high school that no, that I didn't know anyone. Which looking back was like a it's awesome, right? Really big thing, and so I went to a high school called uh, High School for Environmental Studies, on West Fifty uh, Sixth Street, uh, Shout between out. 9th and Tenth in uh, Manhattan. Wow! And so at thirteen, like I started taking the subway every day, um, which I think was a pretty cool thing, you know, like yeah, really exploring the city. What trains like did you take? Day? The R train from Grand Avenue in Newtown to Fifty Seventh and Seventh. Wow! Yeah, you know, you know what yeah. I'm talking okay. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So when I got to high school, I didn't know one person, which was actually a lot of fun. And so I did a lot of
0: crazy shit Mm. and um, just. So you didn't know anyone. You had no siblings. Like you're just like an unknown. 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 Completely. Were you, was there any part of you that consciously was like, I'm going to reinvent myself? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. And I did, like, every month for freshman <laughs> year. Like, every month I was dressing differently, like, talking differently, walking differently. And then finally, like,
0: sophomore year, I kind of, I kind of found my groove. Give us a, um... Preview of what some of those looks look like.
2: Okay, the flyest one for sure was, like, what I looked like (laughs) the first day of school. And so um, I had on, like, really, really tight black jeans, so I was really, like, accentuating my ass. And then um, pay-less brown, like, lace-up boots, Mm. which were really cool. And then um, my sister's really oversized Tommy Hilfiger figure. Nice um, collared shirt, and I had big hoop earrings on, and brown lip liner with pink lipstick. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was fly as fuck. Oh my god! When I started high school, um, but that's what that's what you dress like. Um, but then I realized that's what you dress like in Queens. And so I was walking down Fifty Sixth Street, and that was the first time like I'd ever seen what I would later hear was a raver.
1: And so it was like somebody with
2: blue hair and like huge earlobes and um, Jenko pants and just like do making spheres
0: with, I don't know how to describe it for a podcast. Um, It's where like, it looks like you're holding like an energy ball and you're you're like moving the energy ball. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Um, I remember seeing a guy do that once on the subway and he was really good at it and Mm -hmm. he was just in his own little world, just energy balling it. Yeah. Um, but my high school was really cool because it was literally like a quarter percent
2: white, quarter percent um, black, quarter percent Asian. Yeah, it was, it was uh, super, super diverse. And um, we were all just kind of mixed together and forced together nice. and from all five boroughs. So yeah. it was like kids from Staten Island, Washington Heights, you know, all over the place. Uh, and so the first day of school, we had to get sit in the, in, in the gym and a police officer came to talk to us. To basically say, like, you gotta behave and, like, don't bring guns and da 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 da. And so I'm sitting next to who is now, like, my best friend in the entire world. Her name is Jillian. And she was, like, super punk rock and had, like, corduroy pants on and, like, again, lace-up boots. Same thing. (laughs) That was universal. And then a 7 Seconds shirt. So if anyone knows, just go Google 7 Seconds. And, um... And she was like, uh-huh, huh. and I was like, uh huh, huh, huh. and she was like, uh huh, huh. <laughs> we were like, cops are dumb, the cops are dumb, and it was like, that's it, we became friends, she was like, where do you live, I was like, Queens, She's like, where do you live, I live in Queens, and so we took the train home together, oh. and she told me later that when we were, sit- we were in the same homeroom and I didn't notice, and I sat in the front, and she said that, she asked herself, how many blonde haired, white, uh, blonde-haired, blue-eyed white girls are there in this class, and she was like, one, two, and it was me and her. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up, uh, becoming best friends. Like, like, we text
0: every day still. She's... She,
2: oh, my she's God.
0: My so friend. you're still best friends with your high school best friend? From the first day of school, mm. yeah. Oh, my God. Where does she live? She lives in Washington State now. Wow. Yeah. What does she do there? She's a speech-language pathologist. Did you go to high school together? I mean, to college together? Um...
2: For like a brief time we both went like I went to community college because I really fucked up in high school I was on drugs a lot and drinking and um we'll get to that yeah and uh not like hardcore drugs but uh, more enough of, to more, distract you or... yeah more of a drinker <clears throat> more of a drinker um and but we went to the same like uh four-year school for a brief mm.
0: brief amount of time yeah okay what's up
1: with your high school best friend Brittany yeah. where are they
0: my high school best friend is she was like my best friend. We met when we were eight years old at the mm-hmm. neighborhood swimming pool, and we were wearing the same bathing suit. And we <gasps> both have an older sister. I remember the bathing suit too. It was a two piece, and this was like when I was like just transitioning to two pieces. Wow. Smart. And yeah, it was like a, like a sports bra <laughs> and like a you know like a almost like a boy short type of you know like very a lot of coverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was orange, orange trim with floral, and it was like neon because it was yeah. the nineties. Um, and her sister, or my sister, said to her sister, "Hey, our sisters are wearing the same bathing suit." And she goes, "Her her sister goes, okay," and just jumped in the pool. That was Ew. that was the whole thing. Um, and then we started being friends, and we are friends all through middle school, high school, college, and we're still friends. And she is a pharmacist, mm. and she um, has two kids. Damn. And she has, I think they have a Subaru and a, an electric car, and also a scooter, okay. and they live in, their kids go to some like, I think maybe it's a charter school, some like progressive charter school in Atlanta in the inner city, and her husband works at the CDC, and they're super cool, and um, our lives are completely different. I was going to wow. say, our lives could not be differenter. <laughs> No,
2: me and my best friend were both divorced, so that's cool. Okay. Uh, we're both uh, live alone. That's cool. We both have a lot of pets. That's cool. Be nice. So not that you can't be friends with somebody that's completely different, but yeah. it does work out when you yeah. can be like, we're both divorces. and Give yeah. each other a high
0: five. Yeah, and you're exactly the same. Uh huh. That's so cool. Um, I want to hear more about the bad things that you were doing in high school.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, can I bring up a story that you told me once? Yes. Okay. So you were you were talking once at a, uh, when we were hanging out about, like, how shitty you were to your mom. Oh, yeah. And I was like, fuck, that's really fucked up, right? And <laughs> <laughs> so, I was, it was really bad. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> my,
0: my mom and I have, like, talked about it. It was really bad, though. Yeah.
2: And it just, it blew my fucking mind because no matter, and this is not to be, like, you're a bad person.
0: Right, because you not. I was a horrible teen. <laughs> like, I mean, I in like I have to acknowledge that that piece is still in me. Like, it, yeah, the, I, I have the capacity for true evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you use I it to, you like use it for good. And I almost think it's if you've never experimented with it, it's almost worse. Because like I think that's mm-hmm. everybody. So if you've yeah. never like tried and then been like, oh wow, this is like how a human responds, and like I feel. Guilt over making someone feel so horrible. And you can control it now. Yeah. Hopefully, right? Mostly. Yeah, your energy ball. Your energy ball of evil. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so I told you about how my mom, is yeah. I was mean to my mom. And I never was shitty at home. Like, home, I just,
2: like, I, I might have been sitting there, like, really fucking drunk. And then maybe, I, how did they not know? They had to know. They had to yeah. know. They had to smell it. They they had to see that I looked really drunk, and I don't know why they never like had an intervention mm-hmm. or something. Or maybe like that.
0: they were just in total denial.
2: Yeah, because I was mm. never like, "Hey, you know, fuck you, mom. I'm gonna kill myself and lock myself in my
0: bedroom."
2: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh, I told you that story. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, too much for the podcast. Right. Um, so <laughs> I I behaved. Um, when I was at home so I never like spoke back maybe like once or twice and then like immediately regretted it because um, my grandmother and mom could just like look at me in a certain way till I was into my 20s where I would be like oh I have to you know behave and be quiet
0: um, I didn't have that yeah. I was just like my mom can't made me do anything (laughs) I still feel like that about authority there's Mm. this cool new
2: uh comedy uh, comedy central sketch that just came out yesterday uh the blackening okay right and so one of the things that was like to prove how white you were she was like um I let my daughter call me a bitch
0: (laughs) 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 and I was like I thought of you right yeah totally (laughs) Mm -hmm. sorry
2: sorry it's about me not you Um, (laughs) So I, uh, the first time I ever got drunk, maybe I could start with that, was with uh, another really, really, really good friend of mine, Kimberly. And Kimberly's insane, like she's still, she's still crazy, but like really awesome and like really loving and caring. And, um, so we drank uh, in her house, I just turned 14 years old. Um, she had Captain Morgan and Kool-Aid, like red Kool-Aid. And so
0: it's like such a, a sign of how like you're still a child. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We need something else in there. Yeah, you're
0: like, I'm not going to just drink alcohol. And oh. that's soda. Yeah. yeah. Lime. <laughs> so she
2: um, she she started making like really cool drinks. And uh, I had braces, which I'll talk about that later. Um, but we got really, really, really fucked up. And uh, I didn't know uh, that, you know, like what to do when I was about to throw up because I was, you know, so drunk. Mm-hmm. So I was just sitting on her floor and she goes, okay, don't worry, don't worry. And she thought I was kind of like kidding. And so she gave me a wicker basket, but I did throw up inside the wicker oh, basket. Oh, no. And so that that's like some comic relief right there for you. Because <laughs> um, she had to clean it up and everything. But I was Oof. so, I started crying because I was so scared about the, like, being hung because all I had seen on TV is that you get like really really super fucking hung over mm-hmm. yeah. and then I also had an orthodontist appointment the next day so I was scared because she was like they're gonna know you drink they're gonna know you drink and yeah. get stuck to your braces right? Jeez. Oh no yeah. get stuck <laughs> to <laughs> you your <have> br- braces <laughs> What would and get stuck? I, I don't know uh, Throw up particles? Alcohol? alcohol. Oh, but, oh, like God. what you said is like another clear indication of that we were children Yeah, yeah. Doing like a very adult stupid thing Yeah Like getting drunk um, so I fell asleep at her
0: house, woke up, no hangover. And I was like. Because you got those, like, fresh baby organs. Yeah. <laughs> that <I'm>, like, untainted. <laughs> when you get a hangover because, like, you've put so much toxic shit into your body yeah. over time. But when you're that young, it's like, absolutely. Is fine. that what it is? Because yeah. now in my
2: 30s, like, I've just resigned myself to not drink. Or if yeah. I do, it's, you know. Be prepared to be sick till, like, 8 p.m. the next day. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
0: Like, you're not doing anything the next day. Yeah,
2: yeah. Is, that, yeah. is, is it because we have buildups or and our bodies are just too old to, yeah. to fight back?
0: Wow. Yeah. Um,
2: so, I guess I took advantage of that because I was like, <laughs> oh, you don't get hungover. You feel really great the next day. Oh, no. Um, and so, I looking back, and I don't want to get, like, too serious, but I think, like, I maybe had, like, a drinking problem because yeah. I drank... A lot. Like every day I would have like a forty after school. Whoa. Whoa. And then go Uh, home and like (laughs)
0: kind of do homework. Wow. Where were you drinking? Uh Central Park. Oh my (laughs) god. So, how were you getting the alcohol? That's a good
2: question, right? That should have been something I taught you guys. But, (laughs) um, so you know, you're 14 years old and you're with a group of 14 year olds, and so you're walking around, and there were just bodegas and like little places not to give bodegas bad names little places that would sell you anything that Mm -hmm. you really wanted. And, um, I had some friends that grew up in that neighborhood in Manhattan, so they knew exactly where to go. And so if they would come to Queens, we know where we would go. We'd call it Muhammad's. I don't even know if that was really his name. Um, people were really racist back then. Again. Oh my God. And my friend Kimberly would give him a kiss on the cheek so we didn't even have to pay for it. Yeah.
1: Whoa.
2: Yeah. It was, we were.
1: I would not wow. sell a product for a kiss no. on the cheek. This is
2: like such a <laughs> From
1: like a 14 year old.
0: 14 year old little girl. Oh like, boy. Like g- growing up in like the like white suburbs uh-huh. of Atlanta. And like imagining what it would be like to grow up in New York City is like that's what I would imagine. <laughs> like yeah. that's what I would like it's make kids, up. you just give him kiss. a kiss and he you, Yeah, the they're like drinking alcohol and like wearing hoop earrings and Tawny <laughs> Hilfiger shirts <laughs> lace up boots. <laughs> Nick starter
2: jacket. Yeah.
0: But I had a Mets
2: one too for springtime.
0: Wow.
1: Shout oh out to Daryl Strawberry, am I right?
0: Yeah, Jack Gooding, all those people. <laughs> I don't get sports. I know sports, for I don't get sports. Anytime they talk about sports or video games, I try to steer the conversation <laughs> yeah. very quickly away from the She'll be silent for about
1: a minute, and yeah. then she'll be like, okay, I don't know what's going on. I'll, like, <laughs> let, I'll
0: let them do the little thing, and then I'm like, all right, we're done. <laughs> anyway, back to... Uh, Okay, so were you doing drugs, too? You know, I,
2: I said it rather loosely before. Like, I smoked pop probably my first year on and off. I say first year, like, I mean, freshman year. Um, of oh, high school. Yeah, but... So you're, like, 14? Yeah. yeah. I turned 14 that October. Um, but I never super enjoyed it. Like, my friends loved getting high. And you know what was also big in
0: 1995? Whippets. Oh, yeah. I don't Whippets. even know this. <clears throat> I've never done a whip it. You don't know what a whip it is. Can you just it's, whip it? It's okay. um, well, the the most common way of doing it is with a whipped cream can. Yeah. So you shoot the like nitrous the, before the whipped cream comes out, and you inhale it, and it like um it does like mega brain damage. Yeah. But um, it basically like kills off a bunch of brain cells, so you're immediately like black out for a few seconds. Is that like
1: paint huffing almost? Sort is of. Is that different?
0: Sort of. Another way to do it is with, like, you know, the keyboard cleaner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So another thing... I've never had... done one. That yeah. sounds just I have scary. For the it's record. I know. It's I like, was, that's I like scared of it. A yeah. bad idea.
2: Um, I don't know. In my mind, that young, I told myself, like, drinking was okay because grown-ups did it, but yeah. I, was, I was scared of drugs. Mm. Um, but pot, I tried. I just didn't like it very much. But another big thing was
0: Special K. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That was so, really big. What even is Special K? It's a ketamine, house. right? It's a, it's a animal. It is, it is ketamine. What the yeah. Fuck? What is ketamine? What is it? It's like a hallucinogen, right? You know,
2: I so I never did it, but I would go to these Special K parties, and I would just bring like two 40s in my backpack and, it, and be <laughs> the like, 40s. Yeah. And so over the course of six hours, I would drink. 80 ounces of fucking, like, malt liquor. Oh, my nothing.
3: God.
1: You drank, you didn't bring them to share. You just no, drank them. No, that was what I did. And <laughs> they oh, did boy. Special
2: K. And so the first time I saw, like, you know, people in K-holes, I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here and get fucking blackout drunk. <laughs> um, but, you no, know, there were many times. i gonna be
1: polite as hell to my mom when I get home.
2: <laughs> yeah, really. Make curfew <laughs> and then be polite as shit. Um. So, uh, no, there, there are numerous times that I look back and I don't know how I wasn't killed, like how I didn't die, like how I didn't kill myself, be killed or raped. Like those are, I don't know how I narrowly escaped like all of those things between the
0: ages of 14 and 17. It's true though, like, I mean, when you're walking around the city, you just like, mind your business and like if I saw some 14 year olds walking with a 40 in their hand I would just be like that's not my business yeah 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 <laughs> there
2: was one time I was 17 and this was Central Park and instead of getting 40s what we did was we chipped in and got like a 10 dollar pot- bottle of uh, really bad vodka like the plastic bottle yeah. kind Yeah. and so we went to one of those big rocks that you can climb on in Central Park and we just drank a whole bunch of it Now, mind you, at this time, I was in, like, a different phase, so I had on, like, a really tight, like, baby doll (laughs) t-shirt with, like, bell-bottoms and really high-platform sketchers. So I was, again, fly as fuck, right? Um, Was this still freshman year? This was junior year. Okay. And so uh, I got really fucked up. Don't remember it. Apparently, though, I punched this kid in the face... Because he was like, no, I want to help you down the rock. And I'm like, I got, got it. I got it. And I punch him in the face. I fall <laughs> down the rock, like tumble, tumble. Didn't kill myself. What? Didn't break a bone. But I busted my face open. And I was like, I don't remember this. This has just been told to me. Apparently, I was like, everyone stay the fuck away from me. And I ran, like, out of the park I <laughs> started running down Broadway because I was like, i got to get home. Yeah. i got to make curfew. i right? <laughs> got to get on that R train. Yeah. And so I fall in the street, apparently. Um, kind of remember that. But some man, like, picked me up. Some, like, wonderful gentleman t- took me to a hot dog stand that had a chair and sat me down, called my two friends in oh Queens and waited with me for them to come wow. and get me. Wow. Did so you know you were on Broadway?
1: That was probably Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh my God. <laughs> that helped you in your situation.
2: It's God. really interesting because I remember what his tie, like I have a clear vision of his tie mm-hmm. in my head because I probably could never pick my head up when I was talking.
1: Oh, so the cat's yeah. tie?
2: I had like these diamonds, like, well, cats. orange The musical.
1: I'm, I'm trying to push to my it. bit. I got it.
0: I got it. I a got
1: diamond it. tie. Yeah. Well, that's kind of... That's like the best ending, I think, to that situation.
0: Yeah,
2: and then my friends came you. and they were like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you know? Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And they took me home on the R train. How did you explain your face to your yeah. mom? Um, I said that, again, I don't know how they didn't know. I said that I fell down the stairs at school. Oh, no. Oh,
1: no. I mean, we, we shake our heads because, like, what a bold face lie. But also, yeah. like, you could have just fall, fell at school. Like, people yeah. fall.
0: Like. Yeah. But, like, did I not look... Oh yeah. I guess going yeah, back and like, like wouldn't the, the school day. like notify your family? There was <laughs> yeah, like, it would a be a terrible. I accident. mean, accident. I have like
2: a scar here. I really fucked myself up. I probably oh, should have gotten no. stitches or something. But um, yeah, what the school probably, hopefully, would have called. Um, but uh, it just yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Wow. Um, I like I don't know how I didn't like knock myself out falling down that that rock or, like, really hurt myself. Like, I have, I have visions and memories, again, because I was so messed up all the time, of getting into, like, cars with men I didn't know because my girlfriends are like, I don't want to take this subway home. Let's get in. Let's get, like, hitchhike from, like, <laughs> Manhattan to Queens. Uh, no. Yeah. And, oh, no. Yeah, baby girl, get in. And it's like, how
0: did I oh, not no. die? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, things
2: looking back that I... But the only thing I can say is that the the people that I knew that didn't do as messed up things kind of started doing it in college, and I was completely Mm. reversed. Like, 14 through 13, I was just, like, I definitely had a drinking problem looking back. Did some crazy shit, you know, lied my ass off all the time to, like, because I wouldn't be mean to my mom or grandma, but I would never really tell them where I was going. Yeah. you know so if my body did end up in a ditch they would never find me because I wasn't where I was supposed to be oh, right but yeah. yeah. something happened to me like oh, I god. like I woke up <laughs> the beginning of senior year and like realized oh my god I'm going to college next year and I got like slapped in the face with that realization and I basically like kind of stopped drinking like started hanging out with like Because my best friend, I would, like, see once in a while, but she wasn't part of that, like, big drinking and, like, drug crew, Mm
3: -hmm. you
2: know? She was more of, like, the friend I would hang out with every once in a while. And then senior year, we got, like, mega close again, and I just started hanging out with, like, really cool people that didn't, like, do that stuff.
0: And I was like, you guys have been here
2: the whole time? You just fell into the
0: wrong group.
2: I think so, because not everybody in Manhattan and Queens was doing right. what yeah. I was doing. So, academically, you were not no. successful. I had, like, a probably, amazingly, actually, like, a 70 average, mm-hmm. considering I was drunk all the time. Did you, did you learn anything in high school? Do no. You feel like- that was one thing. Also, like, I realized when I got to college, I was like, I don't know a lot. Yeah. Wow. So, but then I became like a super good college student like you know I had straight A's at my community college I got like a half ride to NYU like to transfer like I did super super well academically and um then got a master's and now I'm in a doctorate program so I think you should drink a lot when you're between
1: (laughs) 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 and then care really hard yeah Yeah, and then
2: care really really hard Um, but seeing some of the other people that I just went to high school with like, getting kicked out of college because they were, like, doing all this frat or sorority-type bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, go to school, go home, work in college, you know, Mm because I lived at home. Um, And I think that's probably the best route for me. I mean, I wish I didn't do a lot of the like thank god social media wasn't big oh yeah or existent at all you know is non-existent um i remember the internet like happening senior year you know and yes. so i definitely would have had my life ruined by social media i think because i mm-hmm. think a lot of the stuff i did would have been videotaped and on snapchat oh isn't that
0: terrible yeah and that's, that's what a happens terrible to young time people to be a now. teen i know yeah, yeah yeah that sucks you can't even do anything yeah that's really sad like that
1: happens to like like athletes and stuff too like a video will get shared or whatever of them like smoking weed or something and then the team's like well we've suspended them for a week or whatever they've apologized yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh brother well
0: speaking of brother do you have siblings (laughs) i have a i have an older sister she's six years older than me and lives in new orleans Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were not in high school at the same time? No. Mm-mm. Okay. She did not like me. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I As mean, a kid or now? Too? When I was, like,
2: little, she liked me because I was like, I love you so much. And then we got to a point, it was probably, like, when she was 16 and I was 10, that it was like, ugh.
1: You're in your annoying phase. She yeah. was in her irritable um, phase.
2: Yeah, she's like, I'm a cool teenager, mm-hmm. you know? And so I would steal or borrow without telling her a lot of her clothes and sneakers and stuff, and she hated that too. But Mm -hmm. I had to look good
0: at high school. (laughs) Right, Yeah, right. You needed that oversized Tommy Hilfiger shirt. I needed to look really good. Um, we're we're close now. What's some of the media that defined your teen years? Like TV shows, music, magazines, stuff like that. Ooh, ooh. Um, Music was huge.
2: Um, So was the radio. and so like Hot 97, mm-hmm. um, hip hop, uh, dance hall reggae is probably the biggest dance influence. Mm-hmm. And so like hardcore grinding, <laughs> 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 I hope, um, can we like play some dance hall later? Yeah. Uh, wow. yeah. Um, so dance hall reggae was, was very, very big. And like basement parties, mm. um, if that makes sense. No, because you guys in not grow up with basements, right?
0: Um, I grew up with basements. Okay. Yeah, but there's I'm no not. there's no basements here. Um, so it's yeah. just
2: I guess uh, I feel like it comes up in improv a lot. Like let's have a party in the basement with teenagers. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's just uh, especially like culture wise, like because uh, I grew up with a lot of like Caribbeans, too, um, Trinidadians, Jamaicans, and so that was like a huge influence, like food wise and and music wise. And they would always have basement parties, and so I would go and you know hang out, nice and be different, be cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, But I think honestly, um, the radio was huge, like I said. And um, music, in the sense of like going and buying albums Mm -hmm. and like records and CDs, was a very big thing. Mm -hmm. Like we were very into like the leaflets and the brochures and Mm -hmm. stuff with CDs. Like that was like somebody would buy one and like 10 of us would sit and like stare at it and yeah. like analyze Read it the lyrics. And stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially for, you know, like Mob Deep and like it, it, rap was very, very big mm-hmm. um, in the early 90s and I think it defined us a lot. And I went to high school in Manhattan, right? So there was um, a McDonald's on Broadway in 57th and I met like so many rappers there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I met Wesley Snipes. It, yeah, it was um, interesting that all these, like semi-famous people went to eat McDonald's on Broadway. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't remember. I was watching some comedy show in New York and they were talking about there's some like McDonald's in New York where like the bathrooms are always full of like meth heads and stuff. Oh really? Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know if it's that one.
1: Well anyways, um, what's your uh, <laughs> let's do we have this segment called Seven Minutes in Heaven, yeah. where yeah. it's not seven minutes, we basically just want to know what your love life was. <laughs> That's the only question.
0: Oh, in high school? Yeah. yeah. Like, if you ever played Seven Minutes in or Heaven. Or as a teen. Did mm-hmm. you have lovers? Did you, well, like, first kiss? Um, how you felt about yourself? Like, did, you, did was there sex ed? Um, mm. How did you learn about sex? Uh, did you watch grumbled porn? Things mm. like that. <laughs> i have this Brittany's days. foaming
1: at the map totally. I, I just
0: wanted to like give some like cues Details, so you can, yeah. you can think about any of those things that speak to you well i'll be honest and transparent
2: i lost my virginity when i was basically a kid like super young mm-hmm. while i was drinking and mm-hmm. so
1: high school though yeah cool you're not like, the youngest we've had so far
2: like yeah. beginning high school like very okay. young mm-hmm. i was a kid and that kind of and it messed me up I think it was almost like a wake-up call where it was something that I realized I wouldn't have done while I was sober. I didn't stop drinking, but I stopped fucking Mm -hmm. (laughs) for, like, a few years um, until I got a little bit older, and it's was like, oh, let me, like, be more careful about who I pick and stuff. And so I think it was a good, like, rock bottom for me to realize that, oh, I do really shitty things when I'm I'm drunk. Um, So... That maybe that was too sad, but um, that's that's okay. And then you know I became like kind of kind of picky about it, but I had I was kind of like a serial monogamist, monogamist,
3: yeah, mm-hmm. in that's high school,
2: and so like I had like a boyfriend freshman year, had a boyfriend uh, sophomore year, junior year, senior, year, and they would probably like last all year. They would never like make it through the summer. <laughs> yeah, far. you gotta
0: hang out with your friends in mm-hmm. the summer. <laughs>
2: And it was also because they were kind of like long distance relationships. Because mm-hmm. the first, well, let's junior year, is this guy named Eric. He lived like deep Brooklyn, and I lived in Queens. And it was like yeah. we weren't going to see each other every day, you know, during the summer. And then senior year, I dated someone in Washington Heights, and I was in Queens. So that was, you know, close to two hours public transportation. Ooh. Yeah, not going to happen. That's not going to happen? You know. Yeah. His name is Anthony. He made it to July.
1: Mm. To graduated. Almost, almost made the past Me, Meeting
2: up halfway. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was very insecure, like look wise. Um, so I didn't, you know, I thought I was ugly and fat, and I think that's probably, yeah. Pretty, we're made to think that. Mm-hmm. We're made to think that. Um, yeah, that I didn't, I didn't have too many like I think bad experiences really. And now that I think about it in high school with, like, love. I had, like, really good, like, long-term relationships, but they just didn't last more than, like, nine months, which I think is a good thing for high school, mm-hmm. you know?
1: It's a good, like, testing area, yeah. I think.
2: Yeah. What I think is actually a little bit more bizarre is when somebody dates the same person for, like,
0: four years. <laughs> in high school. In high school, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's Not weird. Not bizarre, but... But you change so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Uh, It's also weird who people date in high school because, um, like, my students who are high schoolers, some of them, like, there's this one girl who's, she's very smart. And she, like, she, like, tries to hang out with me. Which I I get because, like, I always tried to hang out with my teachers. Because I was like, the students don't, they're not on my level. I want to hang out with someone who's, like, intellectually close Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. So she's she's like that. Um, And her boyfriend's not... Dumb. He's like, uh, you know, he Is does it. He, o- he does okay. No, he oh. does okay <sighs> grade wise. But he's like, he's very lazy. He's like a lazy thinker. Mm-hmm. He'll do like the very minimum that he has to do, and like won't stretch his brain in any way. He's really negative. And he's just like, just like a crappy guy. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I mean, it's just like she probably has low self esteem and doesn't think there's anybody better. And you know, you can't like tell her. Hmm. Anyway. So. That kind of reminds me of,
2: you know, when you're, that notion of trying to hang out with your teacher. So there was um, three teachers at my high school who were always, like, trying to hang out with us.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And so. They're probably, like, 22 and have no friends and are like, these kids are cool. Well,
2: two of them became, well, one of them became, like, News. Like
0: oh no! National oh news. boy! Yeah.
2: Oh no! Um, Second week in a row. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Last week we had a teacher. Oh yeah. yeah. That became
2: news. Yep. Uh, another one just got like fired. Ugh. Um, and so then bad. another one I think is still teaching. So yikes. I'll call him Mr. X, and he literally waited till like the end of the graduation graduation ceremony, and would go up. And this happened like three. Years. We heard about it. We thought maybe it was like some type of weird urban legend. But no, because it happened to my friend. Like, she was still in her capping gown, and he came up to her and was like, hey, you know, do you want to hang out? I'd love to take you out. And she was like,
3: um, uh, <laughs> No?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, another one got caught having, like, a big pot and beer party with a bunch of mm, freshman students. Never good. Wow. That's not good. And then another one left the high school. This was the big one. But got caught in Long Island. Uh, a long island school with like child porn and all these other things Mm. and tapes were found of him having sex with students in my high school oh no like in the band room yeah he was and he was real gross so i oh i didn't mention this i was like super into like politics and like being radical and changing the world also in high school okay um and so i had all these political pins all over my backpack right and he came up to me and he was like I really like a woman who's political <laughs> and knows like what she wants. And I and I told him straight up, I was like, "You're fucking gross," and I walked away. And, I, and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "You can fail me in choir. That's cool."
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Plenty of other art. Yeah. Fine art classes. He was my yeah. choir
0: teacher. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So many directions this could go, but I, I kind of want to know a little bit more about the being political thing. Oh yeah, Because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I teach the content that I teach my students is, like, to try to get them to be somewhat politically active yeah. or, like, socially engaged, um, and, like, be somewhat activists, but, um, most of the, this generation is, like, so apathetic. They don't give a shit about anything. Yeah. They don't care at all, but I feel like yeah. in the 90s, it was, like, free Tibet and, like, oh, yeah, rage uh, against the machine, rage against the machine I mean, yeah. and, like, it was just like cool, like rock the vote. And yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. so fucking cool to be political. Yeah, so, what were some of your causes?
2: You know, the thing I believed most in was like, I was very anti death penalty.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And so, especially like if I had a, a conviction that somebody was innocent. And so, I don't know if you guys would remember this, but Free Mumia was really big. I don't and so, it was that. this guy named Mumia who in Philadelphia was on, he was going to be killed for killing a cop and so there was like all this evidence that he didn't do it he didn't do it um, and now he's free um, so I went to Philadelphia and like rode a bus and like walked around with the picket sign wow, wow. Was super cool and that was a time when my father was actually visiting and I only saw my dad like maybe once every three years while I was growing up and he was visiting and he tried to like lay down the law and my mom was like I really don't want you to go but like you're almost like you're 17 this is I was like, stop drinking. I found my purpose in life, right? Um, and so she was like, I really don't want you to go, but, you know, I I I there can't chain you to the bed, essentially. She was like, if you really believe in this, you should do it. And he was like, you can't go. And I was like, mm. you're fucking... I haven't seen you since I was, like, a sophomore, and you're trying to, you know... But anyway, yeah. I went, and it was a really great experience. Um, and so I think now I'm more like into the research part of that and like trying to produce literature that would you know so I don't want to be on the front lines anymore you know yeah, yeah. um I think that's really awesome for I like think
0: teenagers exactly and it's like, that's, that's what they're supposed yeah. to do that's yeah. why I'm like please take the sign I am tired I will teach you how to how to grammatically proof your sign and write a letter <laughs> to government but it's your turn yeah yeah um but that I was
2: uh really into that when I was the end of high school. I was super That's so into it. cool. Yeah, so I had a lot of free mumia pins all over my bag. What were some of your favorite subjects? In high school? Mhm. Ooh, um, I took an acting class, which I loved. Mm. Um gosh, what else? I was I really didn't like school until I I didn't like learning until senior year. Um I did, I was in A P. English senior year actually, which uh I failed the test, but still, uh, <laughs> you were in it. I was in it. I was in it to win it. That's cool. And I remember like reading *The Handmaid's Tale*, and that's oh my cool. God, now I'm gonna be a feminist. Yeah, it was cool. that's cool. How, how do you feel cool. about that TV show? It's really fucking good. April twenty fifth, it's coming back. Oh yeah, it's so <laughs> soon. I didn't yeah.
1: know it was so soon. It's
0: so good and it's so dark. Yeah, it's so fucked it's up and so, so real. dark. Yeah, that's one of the things that we were talking about. Um, the, the curriculum that I teach is so dark and yeah. like we were talking about basically everything that you study in high school and it's like mm-hmm. slavery the death penalty, murder um, politics which now studying is just like so horrifying yeah. um, currently we're studying uh, we're reading a book about a massive, how we're basically in the midst of a massive extinction that is caused by humans. Mm-hmm. And like all these scientific researchers are like, yes, species are dying in like massive droves and they have been since, basically since the industrial revolution. And, um, it's just very depressing. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. it's really hard to be like, all right guys, you gotta like make a change and do stuff. And they just feel so, you kind of understand the apathy cause they're just like, what's the point? Exactly. It's over. You, you what know? you're saying is the world is over. So We're what's so the point?
2: small. Yeah. Because I've at times, I've, I've worked with a lot of adult learners <clears throat> now in mm-hmm. my job, but I also still work with, you know, like straight out of high school individuals. And I see that there is such like a sense of like, Ugh, whatever, I'm not into anything, you mm-hmm. know, but I also see that once they find like the one thing that they're willing to do basically anything. And so, yeah, I that's don't know. True. I, I feel like there's, some misdirection about how teenagers are perceived mm-hmm. right now or, like, very, very young adults because, I don't know, there's so much, I kind of agree, like, there's so much going against them. Mm-hmm. I think just everywhere, job-wise and economics yeah. and stuff. But then, I don't know, when they do find that one thing, they're willing to do – that's what I've noticed
0: anyway. That's true. That's yeah. true. And I think, like – And then they'll of of fucking ass off. Right. I yeah. think it's, it's – high school is hard because – a lot of maybe you find something you care about, yeah. but a lot of times you don't find it until you go to college. Yeah, because high school is like you're like forced to be there, and mm-hmm. then college you're like I'm paying for this, so I would like to get Let's something. Get it over with I, I want to get something out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so did you go to prom? I did. Tell us about prom. Prom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that can't be it. <laughs> um, I went with um, my boyfriend at the time. Um, oh, I just like want to mention that one of the reasons I really, really liked Anthony was because he would bat- rap battle people on the street corner at the Black Room school, <laughs> yes. and I was like super into rap and dancehall reggae, like mm-hmm. I said. So I was like, "Oh my God, he's he's gonna make it. He's gonna." <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Did he? <laughs> he's got a following on like online and stuff. Okay, he's so going. he's still going. He's still going. He's still going. Um, That's pretty cool. And I have this. Oh my gosh, I have like this, this distinct memory of him pulling out an Eminem, um, like, mixtape. but wasn't an album. It just, like, said Eminem, and he's like, you got to listen to this guy. And I was like, a white rapper? I was like, he ain't going to make it. He ain't going to make it. And now look at fucking Eminem, right? Anyway, that's just a little sidebar about me and Anthony's relationship over music. Um, but uh, I remember this was actually how me and my sister started getting close again. So I was, you know, getting ready for prom, and my mom, like, was very interested, but she was also very unhealthy and just, like, couldn't go shopping and do things with me. Um, So she's, like, begged my sister, like, please go with her. And so there was this warehouse um, down by all the cemeteries in Queens by, like, FedEx and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And so uh, they had this dress factory. And so you would go, and the dresses would be, like, $20, $30, you know? And so she went with me, and... Like, we bonded over looking at all the dresses and, like, buying shoes and stuff. And um, she said, like, how beautiful I looked. And I just Aww. remember that was, like, Aww. one of the first times I was, like, oh, my gosh, my sister, like, sees that I exist again. And, you know, anyway. Um, and so I think we ended up spending $50 on, like, everything. And wow. um, it was so beautiful. And I, I had, like, these little roses on the back, very, like, early 90s. And um, so uh, she helped me get ready. My mom helped me get ready. And I took a cab into Manhattan to go to my friend's house where we were meeting up. And uh, these two girls, they, I didn't really want to go with them, but they wanted me to go with them. And um, their parents were taking pictures and everything. And it turned out that they were kind of bougie, right? So I didn't want to go with them. Um, but they each had gotten their dresses like handmade. And they were like $600 each or something like that. So this is also 95 So it's, no, $99, i am sorry. I don't want to date myself too much. And um, and it turns out that like the parents asked me how much I spent, and when I told them, like there was a screaming match for like 20 minutes between like all the parents and those girls, like, wow, oh, you told us this was like a regular price for a dress?" And I'm just like, "Wow, oh, sorry, I'm poor, so I went to a dress factory." <laughs> um, but my prom was in Times Square, which is really cool. Cool, um, of course, they played uh, Prince 1999, like, yeah. over and over again. Um, it was just a really fun night, and then um, I met up with uh, some of my other friends, when we went to Coney Island afterwards, and it was, it was fun. I didn't drink.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Weird, right?
1: Um, well, you already passed the point I where you past were like... I that, yeah.
2: So it was, like, just more about... We went to, like, a diner and had pancakes. It was very...
0: It was very sweet, actually.
2: Yeah, because nice. remember, I had done all the really bad
0: shit. Right, so you're over it. I was, I was over it. And did you have a graduation party? I went to a diner with my mom and my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> what a diner!
2: Actually, my friend Michelle's parents went to France for a month. Wow. That day after she graduated, so that mm. whole month we just it was a party
0: like every other day. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah
1: I just went to Waterburger. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Did you have a graduation party, Brittany?
0: I think that I. I, I think I did, um, yeah. If I remember accurately, I had this friend who was he was my childhood best friend. Like when we were neighbors, and um, and our birthdays were one day apart, so we would always have joint birthday parties. Mm. And we started being friends when you're young enough, where like we could still have sleepovers. Mm. We, I mean, we were like maybe five, mm. and so we would have sleepovers, and our moms just always let us play together. And so, um, I think we had our graduation party together. Josh, he lived right down the street. What's Josh doing now? Mm, Josh Ferguson. You don't know him. <laughs> um, yeah, that was really fun. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've been thinking about something this week, and I, I want to know if if you did this. I have a theory that like every kid has like cheated on on Ooh. tests at least like. One time, you know, or had, at least had like oh, a yeah. small phase of cheating. That's
2: how I had a seventy average. While really? was, like, time.
1: Would you <laughs> yeah. like, like, bug your friends to give them your homework answers, or were you would you just? You said you kind of did your homework. Would you just cheat during the test, and that's it? Or? I was
2: mostly like a big, um, yeah, cheater mm. during tests. Gotcha. The, how I passed chemistry was I would like fake sick for a lot of the tests, mm. and then I would get makeup tests. And he would put me in a room alone to take the test, like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. That's I would now I would have notes. That's
1: that's how I got caught cheating though. Oh yeah. is like, well, it, I'd be, I wouldn't be in a room alone. They'd be like sitting at the front desk or whatever, uh, or at the whatever. And I was I, in a
2: chemistry lab alone by myself. He side. would leave the room. Yeah. Wow with chemicals in me yeah and
0: i would take wow. my test oh my that gosh. happened at
2: least three times during the semester that's <laughs> like, how i
0: passed he just didn't care he knew yeah, yeah. like whatever i mean sometimes there's like certain students that i know they cheat and i'm just like if like they have i mean
1: the real I, repercussions will come when like exactly <laughs> they don't and know like, anything like i, I,
2: there's, there's, yeah, I, I have gotten about chemistry i
0: have gotten me in trouble when i knew they were cheating Because if I have, like, evidence and I can show it. But, you know, you can't just be like, I'm pretty sure you were trying to look at his paper. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I usually went along the lines of, like, that kid you were talking about where, like, he he tries but, like, doesn't go, like, to where his brain can by any means. Like, I would usually be like, like, let me look at this chemistry formula. Okay. Now, I I got stuck and I don't really want to ask for help. So instead, I'm just going to cheat. Um, But I'd always try, and, like, if it was something easy, I'd be like, this is fine, I can do this, but...
0: I know, and it's sad that, like, some kids are so, there's just so much pressure on them to get good grades that they will do anything, and they don't Mm. realize that the point is to learn information. The grades are only there
1: And the teachers don't stress that either, like, yeah, they're they're like, a test will be this, 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 and this week, like...
2: Because I didn't have a lot of pressure from like my family to be like my sister was super great at school like a super smart she didn't even have to try she's like super great um I also struggled a lot with like reading Mm -hmm. and um math and like how to go into like developmental courses and stuff like that in college and so I part of it I think was honestly like I I'd rather be drinking than studying because I'm gonna fail anyway type Mm -hmm. of mentality you know yeah But I got so good at convincing people to let me cheat off them and, like, was just their buddy. And, you know, so there was this girl named Doris who sat in front of me in biology class freshman year. What a
1: nerd (laughs) named Doris. Doris.
2: She actually works at the high school now. Oh, wow. She planned our, like, graduate reunion. Anyway, so um, the back row was me, this kid Obed. Uh, I forgot this other guy. But anyway, none of us ever studied because Dora sat right in front of me. And so we had like an elaborate system of her like doing things, like putting her arm up for wow. certain things or just like <sighs> passing us paper.
1: <laughs> wow. we I mean, were just so f-
2: she did it. Like, fine. She didn't care. I mean, we were all like super nice to her. And so I would have been nice to her anyway. Because she's uh, usually pretty nice, even if I was drunk. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's I crazy. didn't, um, I wouldn't learn be much of anything. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) That's, like, such a big risk.
2: I I know. That's why, like, how did I not get kicked out of high school? How did I not die? How did I not get raped? How did I not kill myself? You know what I
0: mean? Mm -hmm. And you're, like, mm -hmm. a pretty successful adult now. You are. I got, I got, I think.
2: You got it together. Community college. I mean, I think that's why I love them so much, because that's, like, how I learned how to basically read academically. That's how I learned how to, like, take notes. That's how I learned going to class regularly and on time Mm -hmm. with like prepared because I Mm -hmm. didn't, I think high school also teaches you to like just sit still for 45 Mm -hmm. minutes and like get information and and attempt to like, you know, retain it and so when I worked with uh, GED students in um, New York before I moved here, one of the things that they said was like they just don't, I would get this feedback of I don't know how to just sit in a class for this long because I dropped out Mm -hmm. when I was 15 or 16, you know, so now Mm -hmm. they were trying this college thing and history teachers would like breeze over the constitution and they would be like I don't know what the fucking constitution is you Mm -hmm. know and so there was was a lot of I felt like that like where I had to understand that I wasn't going to get this concept right away but I had to listen and go home and like do my own research and learn it so I could keep up with the class and so that was actually that's how I learned how to be a student was community college so I'm super like shout out to community college for sure
0: (laughs)
1: I'm all for that free community college for everyone. Yeah. Um,
0: If you had... I have one more question, Cole. If you had um, any advice to give to high schoolers now, like people who are high schoolers in this day with this administration and the access to social media they have and the pressures they have on them and like all the shit that's been handed to them, what is your advice to those kids? You know, it might
2: be, like, bad advice, you know, because I feel like... Don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from the bottle. Um, because I, I do think that there, there's a piece of me that wants to say, like, no matter how bad you fucked up, like, you can, you can do better, you know? But there's also another part of me that knows that, like, my life could have been different right now mm-hmm. if I just would have, like, gotten my act together mm-hmm. or... Just maybe drank like three days a week, it was, like, <laughs> like, six. you know what I mean? Um, and sometimes I look back and I'm like, there's so much I don't remember, or like, you know. And it's and I have to like snap out of it because, you know, I'm I'm in a good place now. Yeah, yeah. Been, I have been. I feel like for the most part since my 20s, you know, I've been in a relatively better place. But advice-wise, I would just say, um, oh gosh. Um, invest in yourself. Like, you're so important. And, um, like, every time you do something bad to yourself, it's just there are repercussions. But, I don't know, make them feel like... Let them know that they're important. Mm-hmm. I think that's what... If I just would have known that maybe I could learn and that, you know, I was really hurting myself and putting myself in really messed up situations, if I valued myself more, I probably would have not done all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just, like... Side side note, so, you know, my, my boyfriend now, he's so good, and, like, all his life stories are yeah. so good. And we I'm know, because like, he was on the podcast.
1: <laughs> I didn't know if we wanted to name him.
2: <laughs> yeah. um, we'll, we'll have everyone try to guess who it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's so, he's so good, and it's interesting, because sometimes he's like, no, you're so good, and I'm like, I'm a relatively okay person now, you know, but um, <laughs> I definitely made that kind of stuff a priority when I was a kid, because I didn't value myself, so yeah. I guess that would be my... Attempt to find ways to surround yourself with people who value you too. Yeah. Wow.
1: I feel really good. yeah
2: I um, feel really good. That, I feel like that wasn't very funny. Sorry. Guys. No, this is great. No, super um, really
1: fun. Real quick, Pop Tart or toaster strudel?
0: Ooh, uh, Pop Tart. Sure.
1: Interesting. Interesting. What's Interest your reasoning twist. behind that?
2: Uh, I think. Pop-Tarts were cheaper, so that's what I always had in my house. Yeah. yeah, that's usually what it comes down to. And they're quicker in the morning yeah. because it's other
1: class. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break real quick. Quick, quick, quick. We'll be right back. Chinya <laughs> Ramen Bar is our sponsor for the podcast today. What can I say about these guys that hasn't already been said? Well, I'm going to try At Jinya, experience ramen for the first time on this side of the Pacific like it was meant to be with thick, rich broth in perfect balance with handmade noodles. They really get down to the nitty-gritty with their hands there. They they dive deep, and they don't let their hands come back up until that broth is just right, guys. Uh, Discover a wide array of authentic toppings, from tender pork to a perfectly cooked and seasoned poached egg to fresh garlic that will take your ramen bowl to the next level baby oh my goodness uh i hope you guys are hungry and this advertisement works and you go eat some ramen uh elevate your experience further by pairing it with tapas or a craft beer Mm -mm -mm. well yeah uh houston is my favorite place to check out Jinya because well gosh darn it it's where I live all right um I am specifically sponsoring the Houston Midtown location Virginia Jinya-RamenBar.com is where you can find out all the information Oh hey, hey. Jinya, cool. ramen bar. Oh, oh, no, knew, get out of here. Know, I'm doing you, my advertisement. I you said you were cool to do oh, this ad alone. I, I but it hate like you. things
0: bro. are really falling apart. So Tag I me out, tag me I out. I just wanted to come in and, and say real quick my favorite items are the gyoza and the fried Brussels sprouts and the ginia buns on the appetizer. But then just try all the ramen, they're all very good.
1: Are ginya buns just like uh like the uh, bow or butt cheeks. Okay. Mr. I love the spicy chicken broth ramen.
0: That's great. You should end the ad now.
1: Well, I'm going to make a fun little tune first. Ginya <laughs> Ramen Bar. Slurp a derp. <laughs> That's the ad, Jeffrey. End it, end it here. <laughs> hey, Brittany. You, yeah. you know how I always say that you're super old and stuff? <laughs> I'm
0: not that old. You know, But
1: but like, you know what I'm talking like
0: Cole, 106 I just, is not that old. I
1: just want you to know that, that <laughs> I also believe you're not that old. <laughs> and it's been a slight bit most of this time.
0: I know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, people live to be 200 years old now. Get out of my room. In the future, when they listen to this, God, podcast I'm not sure as a where relic. this
1: opening is going. We're back, hey, and guys. we're still with JTF. But but um, I just feel like like I started doing that after For I it? met you, so it's pretty <laughs> yeah. fun. Um, uh,
2: ties back to Dental Reagan, yeah.
1: So, Ooh, it yeah. does. There yeah. Oh, um, cool. We're doing study hall. What yeah. we're gonna learn some stuff. What do you got yeah. to teach us, buddy?
3: Okay,
2: cool. So um. Like I mentioned, probably at least once a day, I am from New York City, and um, I'm very proud of it, and I feel like it's sort of like a third parent, like it really makes you who you are, you know, you love it, you hate it, Um, but I also have, you know, like an intense amount of pride for that city, and like whatever comes out of it, and so pizza is like one thing that I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to find anything as good as New York City pizza, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so for like the first year, I would go home and like just eat all the pizza that I could and like almost to the point of getting sick. Then I found a pizzeria in Houston and it's called Romano's and I feel like this is going to be an advertisement for them, (laughs) but it's on um, Dunleavy and West Grey and the people who own it is like an Italian family from Ozone Park, Queens. Mm. So the first time I walked in there and I saw like Mets paraphernalia and Subway series and like Yankee stuff I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this is going to be really good. But they only had, like, regular pizza. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, but like regular New York City pizza. So I was like, oh, they must, like, fly the water in or something, right? It was so good. And so on a whim, I asked them one day, I was like, hey, do you guys, like, make Sicilian? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we make Sicilian. You just got to, like, call ahead and, like, you know, make sure we have time to make the sauce. And I was like, all right, do you guys make grandma pizza? So just uh, yeah, like show of hands, pizza. who knows what grandma pizza mm-hmm. is? Okay, one, mm-hmm. two, cut, all right. All Jeffrey right, kind of knows. Kind of, no, it's not a pizza that your grandma made. <laughs> um, so grandma pizza is a square or a rectangular pizza, um, just like Sicilian. However, uh, the pan is coated with olive oil, right? And then it's not cooked as long as Sicilian. Um, and so it's, um, or vice versa, I'm not sure like which has a longer cooking time but anyway the grandma comes out like thinner and harder and so it's like really really good um and then they put uh the sauce is on top of the cheese Mm -hmm. and so that's also really good and it's very Mm -hmm. garlicky so just that's one thing i wanted to make sure you guys knew like what was the difference between grandma pizza now As far as I know, that's the only place in Houston that will, like, actually make it and, like, make it really well and actually have it be like Grandma. Because I did order it another time at another place and it was round and I was like, they clearly did not know (laughs) what I was talking about. But there is a very specific way that you have to order the Grandma pizza. Okay? So what you do... Hold on. Let me get my phone out.
1: So if you live in Houston... (laughs) Yeah. This is how you order a grandma pizza. From Romano's?
2: From Romano's. I gotta go to
0: Romano's. I didn't know about this place. Yeah, it's
2: amazing. And so they have, um, it's a very diverse staff, but only like the family will pick up the phone. So you're always gonna get like an Italian Queens person. Nice. So that's like very, very cool. Um, At least every single time that I've called, and I've called many, many times. (laughs) So you're gonna dial 713 526 1182, and then you're gonna say, hey, um, can I place an order for pickup? And well, they're going to say, oh, hey, this is Romano's. Uh, how could I help you? And then sometimes they just say, Romano's. And it's like, oh, you hope you call the right place, right? And then you go, hey, can I um, place an order for pickup? And they say, yeah, what you got? And then you say, uh, I would like uh, a, a grandma pizza. And they say, you got 45 minutes? And, then I always, <laughs> and I always say, I got an hour. And they're like, great. Okay, what's your name? Jessica, great, see you in an hour. Okay, bye. And that's it. Because the sauce takes, they don't have the sauce every day because Mm -hmm. so few people actually know what it is and order it. So they make it special for you. Uh Uh-uh. Yes. So it's not like sitting around all day like regular pizza sauce. sauce. It's made specifically for you. So another big tip is do not call and ask for a grandma pizza if you're hungry right then and there because you're going to be very disappointed and you're going to get hangry. Yeah. So you have to prepare yeah. yourself and realize, like, have a light breakfast, right, so that you're, at, like, kind of hungry for lunch, but by the time that hour comes along, and they're always happy, because I'm like, no, I got an hour, and so they're really <laughs> very, like, happy that I'm giving them that extra yeah. 15 minutes.
1: They don't have so, to be perfect, like, exactly.
2: right the top. And so you have to plan it and make sure that you're not starving, because when you... Because you're gonna eat it too fast and then like hurt yourself and get okay. <laughs> and like you know, like get gas pains and stuff like that. Um, also, another big thing to this remember is, so cool. is that it is a square rectangular, right? More of a rectangle. And my favorite pieces are the corner pieces. Yes, Same thing with best. Sicilian um, because you have more of the crust that's around. It's also easier to like, you know, pick up and, mm-hmm. and, and handle. Um, I recently had an improv practice. With one of my troops and i had been talking about grandma pizza for like a year so i finally i brought it to them and they loved it so did you bring
0: amazing. us one are you about to, no, about to, uh, to sorry. pull it out of your butt
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: um but so that's how I, I suggest everyone call that number again it is um 713-526-1182 and um just real quick Hey, tomorrow's
3: Can I place an order for pickup?
2: Yeah, what you got? Uh, I need a, a grandma pizza. You got 45 minutes. I got an hour. Quick. What's your name? Jessica. Okay. See you in an hour.
0: And
1: that's it. That's so how you, you don't have to say
0: it's pizza. Jessica, no matter. Who you yeah. Are. yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta say it's Jessica. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh that's yeah. awesome that's
0: so great and it's I'm, so good i'm gonna get one like tonight it, it really tastes like the grandma pizza i would get at i Rose's i don't pizza even i i don't really even bother with pizza in houston yes. because it's just like it's not it's not real no these people are the from new york
2: yeah. and i i feel like they ship in the fucking ingredients or something oh, it is so man. good yeah man. their regular pizza is like very good but their grandma is amazing. And I think that's because they make the fucking sauce right before yeah. you pick it up. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you said that uh, your boyfriend rec- like recommended that you teach us that because yes. it was a cool thing. Yeah. We saw you do it. Like, that's gotta be fun to like. See, with no context, <laughs> I,
0: yeah. can I go to grandma.
1: I got an hour, okay? Bye.
0: Wow, Cole, you do a really great New York accent. Uh, uh, you the... sound like you're from Queens. Hey,
1: I'm walking here, okay. <laughs> Oh. That was awesome. Let's jump in, guys, to some phone calls. And uh, that phone call Jessica just gave you isn't the first or isn't the last phone number you're gonna hear today, because I always tell you to leave me a voicemail at 713-304-3503. Go ahead and leave us a question about mornings about. Teenagers uh, of any teenage, we're talking thirteen, we're talking nineteen, we're talking sweet sixteen, or all the you can uh, yeah, all the teen years. Uh, don't give me any twenties or twelves. Um, or you can try to teach us something in like under a minute, please. We don't got all day, people. All right, let's jump into these questions. Hey,
4: it's Hank. Um, so I actually. Didn't sleep at all last night. I stayed up to watch the sunrise, which I often do when I'm feeling blue. I just sit in my living room and watch uh, episodes of Boy Meets World, and uh, now we're I'll take a melatonin and uh, puff on my vape and put on some coffee, and I'll just stay up um, until the sun comes up. And, you know, whenever I stay up late, uh, I just get the urge to pack up the car, you know, leave my wife and kids and drive into a mountain town and form a brand new life. Anyway, I ain't thinking straight. I just wanted to ask you guys if you were any boy meets world character, which character would you be? You know, I think I'd be the dad you know he works at a grocery store Alan, and he, also, and he also has a a sporting goods store and um i don't know someone's honking at me i'm trying to i'm trying to get to this mountain town i'm i've I packed up my things i'm i'm heading oh towards, no uh, so
1: what's honking at, at Hank there? Uh, wow!
0: That was a long lead-in for yeah. that question. Was a minute
1: and a half for <laughs> an eight-second question. It felt
0: like we got a lot of background information that was not pertinent to the question. But thanks, Hank. We always <clears> want yeah, to know about thanks, our Hank. listeners.
1: I don't want to be that guy who who like corrects the callers, but I don't think you're an Alan Matt. <laughs> Matthews. I think maybe you're more like an Eric Matthews, who's a little more jittery, and I could see settling down with the family, but also may want to abandon his family like you just did. I was going
0: to say, that the dad would never abandon his family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eric
1: might, You are
0: no Alan Matthews.
1: Um... Who do you think you got? I 100% Emma Corey because mm, Corey like yeah. will freak out and overreact for around small things, small issues, and I definitely do that. But I also can keep my cool and be pretty fun and wacky sometimes.
0: Uh, I think I I always took a cue from Topanga because she just had such great mm, hair. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. Seasons uh, yeah. one
1: and two, she was like 100% hippie. Like, yeah.
0: Or, like, like like wouldn't wear shoes to school and stuff like that. Exactly. Like, that's, that's that's I you know. I feel you, girl. Yeah. Can you say the same, Jessica? Oh, no, no, no. I think
1: I'm oh, definitely,
2: okay. like, Mr. Feeney. Ooh! <laughs> you are Mr. Feeney! Yeah, you oh are. Oh, my gosh. Because I'm, like, just super fucking sarcastic with my students. And yeah. like really. And also, like, super involved and, mm-hmm. you know, just would probably, if if I felt like a student really could graduate, if I followed them to the next school year, I would <laughs> <do> that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh... Wow. Oh, I forgot we had more calls. I put my phone away. Uh, but, yeah, Hank. Thanks, Hank. Uh, yeah,
0: that's
4: who we are. Good question. Yeah, good question, Hank. Hey, it's Hank again. Uh, sorry about, you know, leaving so soon. It
5: turns out who's honking at me was my wife. She's like, hey, where are you going? And so I I was just like, hey,
4: i just, you know, going to get some more juice for my vape. Um, so we're all worked out, you know. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking foolish is what I was. And she's my Angela. I'm her Sean. Anyway, I just wanted to explain what is going on. Sorry about that. I didn't, I don't want to ruin your podcast.
1: Oh, man. Hey.
0: Oh, wow. We thought you were going to come through. Sean our and question Angela at the break end.
1: up at the end of the series. <laughs> <laughs> Hank. Maybe that's why they, he said that. Yeah. <laughs> because he
0: wants to leave his mind.
1: I think they started trying to date again in Girl Meets World, but that series got canceled, so we'll never know.
0: Fuck. Sean and Angela?
1: Yeah, that's. Corey's best friend is Sean, and then, oh, like. Oh, Sean. Sweet Mushroom cut. Oh, yeah. Angela? Yeah, she was that black girl that he dated for, like. Oh, yeah. Those and, were
0: the late seasons. Yeah. Five, okay. Six, I was and like seven. kind of moving on by then. Yeah. I Her
1: dad was a general in the army. Wow.
0: Some deep knowledge, Cole. Well, deep knowledge. It's my favorite show. <laughs>
1: okay. Hey,
5: it's Gunther. Um, I'm just calling from freaking Lansing, Michigan. And I just don't understand mornings. They're stupid. I'm such a night owl. I I don't go to sleep until. Three in the morning, and I don't wake up until 12 p.m., never 11.59 a.m. I'm against mornings. Why does everything happen in the freaking morning? I don't get it. Why do I have to go to school in the morning? Why can't we start it at 12 I'm not a morning person. It's gross. I feel gross in the morning I feel like I'm gonna puke when I brush my teeth in the morning I don't want to wait at a bus stop in the morning. It's freaking muggy. Are you kidding me? It's Lansing, Michigan Oh my god, it's so freaking humid here. I just want to kill myself. I just like staying up late and playing video games freaking leading my life alone God so stupid why do Why do you even have a podcast about mornings? Just talk about how stupid mornings are. Why do you wake up in the morning? Why don't you Why don't Why don't you understand? Mm, God, I'm getting
1: mad. I'm getting mad. I'm gonna go because I'm getting mad. No
2: question. Was there a well,
1: question? um, I think it was more of suggestions for and teaching us how humid Lansing, <laughs> Michigan is. Um, did we get a name? Hold on. Uh, God. Gunther. Gunther. Thank you, Jeffrey. Um, Jeffrey cares about your calls, guys.
0: Yeah. Um, we don't. We just think that you're kind of, like, confining yourself to a mindset because, you know, just because you haven't been a morning person in the past doesn't mean you're not a morning person.
1: Yeah. And you said, why does school have to be in the mornings? That gives me the, the idea that you're just not going to school yeah. for the first half of class. And as Jessica said, you need to need that's when you need to be there yeah oh wait no Jessica said screw up in high school and then you're yeah actually you're doing a (laughs) you're good you're you're good on the Jessica path because Um, when you get to
2: college your advisors tell you oh are you a morning person oh you're not then you shouldn't sign up for an 8 a.m. class but in high school you don't have a choice choice, no choice no choice not fair
1: yeah well
2: uh I feel you Michigan
1: wow yeah Yeah, I You just said don't don't be stuck in one mindset. I I don't
0: know. I mean, I used to hate the morning, but I think you just need to go to bed earlier. Yeah, and like get some good morning rituals, as I always say. Stay. Those morning rituals. One full day. Oh. So you're super tired at like eight p.m. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. He also says something about playing video games, which. You cannot have bright lights shining in your eyes. It will make you not tired. Yeah, you especially right before sleep. Got to set the mood. Get a yeah. little salt lamp. Light some candles. Ooh, I just listen play to with some with my cats. Yeah, play with your cats.
1: Thirty minutes to an hour of no technology before you go to sleep is there go. pretty good. But it Rise is it works. is definitely hard. I definitely peek at my phone a couple of times before I go to sleep. How
2: far away can the light be? Like, can I watch TV mm. an hour before I go to bed?
0: I mean, I it's, still, like, it's probably just going to take you longer to yeah. fall asleep. Still know and know you'll like, have l- less quality sleep. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your brain's still, like, active even if you do fall asleep. But I think, like, you could watch TV probably until, like... Like, you do need a break, though.
0: You need a break.
1: I'm also... What do I know, right, Brittany? You were telling me about... um.
0: I get perfect sleep every night. What were
1: you telling me about before what before Jessica got here that I didn't know um
0: I don't remember we
1: can cut this out if you don't remember <laughs> I'm trying to think no I want to remember now it was about oh
0: about what you don't know about um uh pheromones yeah that like so when you uh, like originally mate with somebody you're like intensely bonded to them but after seven years your pheromones change And you're not as attracted to them. That's why, like, a lot of divorces happen after seven years. They call the seven-year itch. um, Because the reason that your body bonds you to someone for that long is that if you were to produce a child, the child needs as much support as possible because humans don't come out of the womb fully formed. They need, like, the first seven years. Otherwise, they'll get eaten by wild animals. So then you're a
2: single mom with a teenager.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But... Uh, but if you're if your attraction is not just based on pheromones because pheromones is just for mating purposes it's just like they want to find, it wants to find the strongest immune system so if you have a relationship that's based on more than just like primal okay. attraction and mm-hmm. fucking then like you could be okay but just know that like that will fade after 7 years yeah so if you can anticipate it then you can start yeah. to be like oh okay all right i'm feeling different but like exactly. now let's find a new phase of our relationship that's so the whole like changing
1: together thing right like
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: wow i didn't know it was connected so fuck. biologically though it's yeah. interesting yeah yeah um i mean wow. i don't
0: know if that's actually tr- no i'm just kidding it definitely is like you can look it up it's like a scientific thing
1: Brittany, i'm starting to i just think, can't you know, quote a source do we not have enough morning segments should we be I feel like I like that we talk about teens more, but all we have morning wise is the pop tart question. <laughs> and the fact that we record it's this a, at four AM in the morning.
0: It's a morning
1: show. That's true. Meant to be listened to in the mornings. Well, I think we've we've found ourselves near the end of the podcast, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you say so
0: Let's Cole wants to talk about mornings for five more minutes.
1: Oh, I got five minutes nah it's not worth it um the way we like to end the podcast is just through like like teens they build up the anxiety right and they 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 tend to let it out at least stereotypically in the form of like a grunt or or something like that yeah like and we, we we tried to uh at the end of the podcast just let out the negative energy or whatever we're feeling through uh a grunt or moan uh, and so we just okay. sort of go one by one i'll i'll start us off
2: now this is how we would do it
1: this yeah. is just like yeah or okay. whatever yeah yeah, yeah okay, okay for sure okay
2: cool Ugh.
1: Ugh. fuck no <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for being yeah. on the podcast, Jessica. Thank
2: I hope you for coming. What you, guys uh, yeah.
1: you can find me on Twitter at SpookyGhost with six zero zero O's, oh, six O's. Mm-hmm. Brittany's mm-hmm. still not bumping uh, I around. I think
0: you should just get off social media right now and <laughs> yeah. instead download our podcast. That's probably a good
1: call. <laughs> As of this time, we're about to release it next Tuesday, so that's cool.
0: Wow. If you're listening to this, it's already been released. A, hopefully.
1: I hope so. <laughs>
0: Unless you hacked cole's computer and you're listening to this podcast
1: ah pretty easy to hack guys (laughs) uh did you have any shows or or social media stuff you wanted to plug jessica
2: oh yeah sure um this will probably be out
1: in like a month or so i guess
2: okay cool i'm gonna be part of the next uh station thursday house troop for may and june and it's called chop town and it's super fun everyone in it is really great uh monica march is our coach um and it's just it's one place and then but everything that could happen in one location and so you meet mm-hmm. a bunch of fun characters nice and the practices have been awesome so i think the shows will be awesome
1: and that'll be every cool. thursday at 8 30 till the end of june or?
2: Uh, uh-huh all of may and june
1: perfect very cool awesome jeffrey is do you want to say it it's at jeffrey has jokes <laughs> oh my god i forgot your second I'm sorry. <laughs> it's <laughs> at jeffrey has jokes such an easy twitter handle now i'm really glad you changed it jeffrey um yeah uh rate and review and subscribe on itunes or wherever you're listening to this i love you get out of my room get
0: out of my room value Uh. yourself
1: (laughs) (laughs) bye Bye.
4: Bye. Get get
0: out
3: of my room get out of my room get out of my room